0: Welcome to the official podcast for Triumvir Clio's School of Classical Civilization. I'm Beth, aka Triumvir Clio. Hello again. It's Friday, I think, maybe. (laughs) Of course, that all depends on when you're listening to this, and given the fact that I write and record in advance, the day an episode drops rarely coincides with the day of the week that I'm writing or recording. It's still summer, it's still hot, there's still a pandemic, Black Lives Matter, and to quote Lynn manuel Miranda, love is love is love is love, and that is a big focus of today's episode. Today, I will ramble on about Episode 5 of The Power of Myth, Love and the Goddess. Obviously, as you can tell from the title, Campbell talks a lot about love in this episode. Romantic love. And that's the problem with English. We have one word for love. But there's more than one type of love. I love my daughter and I love my parents and my brother. I love my best friend. I love making this podcast. I love the dress that I'm wearing today. I love my BFF. And we understand that those are all different feelings, but we have one word for all of them, love. So to clarify, the focus of today's episode is romantic love. And to explain romantic love, Campbell recounts another piece that is for another podcast because it is from medieval Europe, Tristan and Isolde, which I think I first read in French in high school. I definitely read the Song of Roland in French before I read it in English, but I can't remember about Tristan and Isolde. Anyway, I'm not going to go through it because, like I said, it's outside the scope of this podcast, much like when we hit Sir Gawain and the Green Knight, the last Power of Myth episode. If you've read it and want to discuss what it says about love, I'll put a discussion prompt over on the blog. I'm happy to talk about it. Um, what? I love, and there's that word again about this discussion of love is how Campbell describes the evolution of it. Um, Now, this discussion is very Eurocentric, and admittedly, so is this podcast because it's focused on the Greeks and the Romans, although that does encompass the Middle East and North Africa um, because it's all part of the Mediterranean world. Um, But anyway, Moyers and Campbell do do a good job of stressing that they are talking about the evolution of love in the West. Um, So kudos to them in the 80s for pointing out that this was not a global thing that they were talking about and it was specific to Europe. Um, Anyway, despite all of the comparative mythology that Campbell does, he does recognize that this particular discussion of love may not be true in all cultures. I told you I'd ramble on for a bit. (laughs) I'll try and get back to where I started, the evolution And that problem that we call multiple things, love. The Greeks called it eros, but Campbell translates that as libido and defines it as the impulse to life. So eros is another word for love. I mean, in English, we'd translate it as love, but um, but it's uh, one of those other types of love. Um, Eros is about the self, but love, um, romantic love, is about others. It's about opening oneself up to another. Um, And again, I know that Campbell and Moyers are undoubtedly speaking 100% in terms of cis-heteronormative relationships. But that description? It doesn't matter who that other is in the relationship. Love is love, is love, is love, is love. And this leads Campbell to a discussion of duality and a lot of talk about various organized religions before they land on that second half of the title of this episode, The Goddess. In the Hesiod episodes, we did see Gaia, the Greek earth mother goddess who started it all. Um, And Campbell speaks of her and many other of the earth goddesses who were worshipped in the so-called cradles of civilization, Mesopotamia, India, Egypt, all these river valleys, Um, They're goddesses of agriculture and fertility. But then these tribes of herders with their warrior gods came into conflict with these settled farmers and the goddess was demoted or completely eliminated from the religion. Um, But the feminine couldn't be completely eliminated because woman, the feminine, the goddess is required for birth be it physical or spiritual, and so we don't have a goddess in, say, Christianity, but we do still have a virgin mother. She's not she's a mortal, right? She's a mortal, not immortal. I might not have said that clearly. She's she's human, but, but she is required for the birth of God. Um, And the stories of the goddess unite the states of the physical and the spiritual and it's all linked together in one big universe. And so at the end of the episode, Campbell and Moyers talk about the Big Bang Theory. And I mean the theory, not the TV show, because, again, the 80s long predates the TV show. All those actors who were in the TV show were still child actors. You remember Blossom? Blossom. Yeah, anyway, <laughs> predates even, I think, Blossom being on TV. Um, <laughs> at the end of the episode, Campbell and Moyers speak about the Big Bang Theory. Um, and and Campbell comments on how small We each are in the whole scheme of things, which makes me think of a little song. Um, And if your brain works like mine, you're already singing it. Um, But just in case, I will share a link to it on the blog. Um, And I hope you'll be as delighted as I am just because it's a great big universe and we're all really puny. Um, Anyway, I'd love to hear your thoughts on love and the goddess um, and and. Any, anything else if you have read the transcript or watched the series, any other thoughts you have about episode 5. Um, on Monday, we will read the last surviving Greek comedy. We are all, we are almost done with, with the, the surviving Greek comedies. So we're up to Menander and his Discolos or the Grouch or it's got some other names related to that. You know, the misanthrope, the miser, the... Um, you get the idea. Um, There are not many translations, but I'm sure you can find something to read online Um, if you look up Menander's Disclose. I'll talk to you then. You can join the discussion of this and everything covered in this podcast by following the link in my show notes. And if you're enjoying what you've heard so far, please consider supporting the show with a monthly donation of your choosing, just like public radio. And please also consider giving a five-star review on your podcatcher of choice so that more people can discover the fun that is Triumvir Clio's School of Classical Civilization.